Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Well, hello, it's Mike. And uh, stop with the truth. I'm going to try to do some nightly reading here. Got my son all worked up. So, update. Uh, Mom uh, is supposed to leave the hospital. And the way they get her prepared to check out, she ended up like having another stroke. So, hopefully they're wrong about that. Apparently she or... Blood pressure was really high, and blood sugar, and she was leaning to the left. So she's sounded like someone who had a stroke, and just not her age that can lead to other things. Um, so and uh, an interesting day though. I went to the pond there, and some old stale bread and fed the, the ducks and the, the geese, the Canadian geese, and the bullhead and the wormouth and the turtles and the frogs. Believe it or not, turtles were eating it and so were the frogs. <laughs> it's probably not the best of the situations, but it's one of those situations, you know, it's one of those ponds where Well, it's in the cemetery, so. Anyways, uh, a busy day, so. Fortunately, uh, Chase's Nana friend helped out, so. We went over to Once Upon a Child to see if we could get some used sandals, and uh, she was there, so. She ended up watching him, and. And, um, hold on a second. Chase. Chase, I want you to get in there. I know you what you want to do, but I want you to start going to sleep. So, hello, guest too, by the way. Welcome to my world. Hebrew, the, the very last chapter of Hebrews here, chapter thirteen. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels. Unawares. Remember them that are in bonds, as bound with them, bond with them. Excuse me, bound. Yeah, bound with them, and them which suffer adversity, as being yourselves, also in the body. Boy, do I know that feeling. Marriage is honorable in all. The bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content 
with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men shall do unto me. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow in considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, and not with meats, which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. (laughs) We have an altar, whereof they have no right to eat, which serve the tabernacle. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burnt without the camp. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood and suffered without the gate. Let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp and bearing his reproach. For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. For by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls, as they that must give an account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience in all things willing to live honestly. But I beseech you, the rather to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will and working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And I beseech you, brethren, suffer the word of exhortation, for I have written a letter unto you 
in few words. Know ye that our brother Timothy is set at liberty, with whom, if he come shortly, I will see you. Salute all them that have the rule over you in all the saints. They and Italy salute you. Grace be with you all. Amen. Chase, get in that couch. I know you're all worked up, but it's 8.30. You got school in the morning. I don't know. I guess they got a two-hour break in the morning. <laughs> Anyways, now we'll go into uh, X. I don't know how people feel about X. X is one of those books. I don't know. Starts out kind of slow, but okay. Let's stay here, men and brethren. This is Acts one sixteen. I know that I was. I can't remember where I stopped at Acts, the first chapter. Men and brethren, this scripture must be must needs that have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake. Before concerning Jesus, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity. Falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers of Jerusalem insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue, Asodama, Adama, Asodama, that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. Wherefore, are these men which have accompanied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto the same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. They appointed two, Joseph called Barsabas, excuse me, who was surnamed Justice, and Mat- Matthias, Matthias, excuse me. And they prayed and said, Thou Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias. And he was numbered with the eleven apostles. So the, the new apostle was Matthias. A lot of people try to say that that originally was uh, Paul, but it's not the case. It's 
Matthias. Chapter 2, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Okay, Chase. You want to be up, you're going to be up, you're going to listen to me read the scriptures. That's the way it's going to be, all right? Stop making so much noise. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, Okay. The Pentecost was fully come, and they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own tongue. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Galileans, excuse me. And how care we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers in Mesopotamia and Judea, and Cappadocia, and Pontus, and Asia, Asia, excuse me, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, and Pamphylia, excuse me, Pamphylia, (laughs) and Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, Jews, and proselytes. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking and said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour 
out my spirit unto all flesh, and my son, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and old men shall dream dreams. Now this is a profound and thought-provoking verse here because it doesn't seem to be happening today. As much as people want to claim it is, I don't see it happening. So we see these came to pass in these last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit unto all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So I've not seen that. I have never witnessed that. Your young men shall see visions. I've never witnessed that. Your old men shall dream dreams. <clears throat> it is happening there. On my servants, and on my servants, and on my hands, maidens, I will pour out in those days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. <clears throat> and the sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord comes. That sounds like fire to me. And uh, I just wonder if this is uh, the 40 years of Jacob's trouble that he's talking about here, leading to the destruction of Jerusalem. It shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Hmm. He's going to be accusing the Jews of this. So the synagogue is saying, Whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, and I should not be moved. Therefore did not my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy continence. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you 
of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell. Neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this, which ye ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit now on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. And therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. It said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Fear came unto every, every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Chapter 3 of Acts. 
Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a concerned man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I have none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand and lifted them up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto them. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch, that is called Solomon's greatly wondered. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Yea, men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power and holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob the God of our fathers hath glorified his son, Jesus, whom ye de- delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the prince of life whom God had raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness and the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I wrote that through ignorance ye did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. 
and whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said, me, for Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren. Like unto me, him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, all the prophets from Samuel to those and those that followed after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. They are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son, Jesus, sent him to bless you, and turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Chapter 4 of Acts and as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day, for it was now eventide. Even tied. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about five thousand. And it came to pass on the morrow, their rulers and elders and scribes, and Annas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander. And as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? And Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught at your builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, 
For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they looked, and they took knowledge of them, that they had been with Jesus. And behold, the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that it spread not that it not spread no further among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them. Because the people, for all men, glorified God for that which was done. For the man was above 40 years old, and now whom this miracle of healing was showed. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which hast made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them is who by the mouth of thy servant David has said why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things the kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ for of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together for it, to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold, their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. By stretching forth thy hand to heal, that sights and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed 
in place. The place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul, and neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands and of houses sold them and brought the pieces of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Joseph, who by the apostle was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, brought money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. And it was interesting today when I took my son to that pond. And it was the first time I ever received anything like that. And um, you know, we were just figuring out what to do for the afternoon, for the evening. And uh, it was really neat. All the bullhead coming up and all the different fish and all the turtles showing up. We saw three turtles. A week. <laughs> Big old bullfrog. It's 75 degrees today. So we're having, um, I don't know if you call it an Indian summer, but um, every fall and every spring and every fall we have like a, a warm spell about this. Well, this will say the spring. We have a warm spell for about a, a week. And then it goes, it drops down and then it levels off. And then, and then in the fall we have another warm spell sometime in uh, late September, early October so. But, uh, yeah, that was really neat. This is the first time. Uh, they must, there was no carps. Usually they have a bunch of carps there. They must have either got rid of them or God put them on the one side of the pond to keep them away from them. So it was really nice. And uh, I'm really, you know, concerned for my mom. And, you know, um, I'm not concerned about her passing away. What I'm concerned about is that she'll have a painful, drawn-out, miserable demented, uh, cool. But I guess, you know, we spent eight, well, we spent 18 years taking care of my niece. And uh, I guess I'm going to have to do that now for my mom until I measure some point. Maybe my sister, maybe we'll, we'll work together on it. Maybe it might bring the family together. A lot of hardship, as all families do. So maybe it could bring uh, the siblings together some way or other. A lot of pride, a lot of arrogance, but I really believe in the end of the day 
and I'm and I'm included in that. So it's my sister, my big brother. Uh, it's it's um, it's really a cover for the pain and hurt that they all felt. I love my father, but he was a jerk. He was cruel. Uh, he did the best he could. He came from his own background. And I imagine being raised in an alcoholic family and then going to the Korean War and then witnessing all that. And the little dreams that he had, that were, you know, he was being propped up as being some future football star and ended up spending the rest of his life working in uh, Livy Owens Ford at the grass, glass factory, working 80 hours a week just to pay the bills. He's a lot of anger, a lot of hurt himself, and he never learned how to communicate or love. Uh, he never was really touched by the Spirit of Christ and, or the Holy Ghost, you say, and the um, and Christ and Christ, you know. There's a lot of pain. Well, that's okay. I mean, uh, you know, I, when I say it's okay, it's not okay, but it is. It is what it is. It's what has been dealt to me by God. So, and He's sovereign. He's in charge. So. But he did give us a little blessing today. At least for me it was. A couple times it was. I had no idea how this day was going to be. I was planning on seeing my mom today. But with all the chaos and the fact that she had no stroke and then had, uh, uh, what is it, they had to do testing, um, CAT scan, I think it was. And my sister was there, so. I don't know what that been, what's going on. It was really strange too. And the other uh, yesterday, a neighbor across the street where my mom lives in that condo community, I told her about it, and she's all demented too. Everyone in that neighborhood is getting demented. I mean, Evan's really bad. Of course, of age and all that, but I think a lot of it is um, environmental factors. They start spraying us again, like cockroaches and like chemtrails, but. And then, of course, you got the vaccines. And, you know, it's not very... When you realize you live in a Jesuit country, a corporation, and pretty much they just practice their wicked arts on us, and they don't even realize it. But we're not, we're not exclusive in that. But it is the case. And um, I find it very disturbing how many people I've seen in the past five years, and uh, well, I said past four years, die. Father died, then my niece died. Of course, I got sick. Uh, a couple of neighbors have passed away or got sick. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it's God just trying to teach me that He is God and there is a hell and there uh, there is no other answer but our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Because I'm so demented. I'm not demented. I'm so dim-witted. <laughs> I'm not the bright sky. And I don't know. It's one thing after another. Of course, I am 48 years of age, and so I'm at that age. Um, 
where, you know, there will be more passing away and more death and funerals than there will be uh, you know, family reunions. So. Of course, that also reflects other societies. So. And I think a lot of people between uh, the crappy food we're eating, crappy environment we're in, um, and isolation, and the cruelty of our society, where in order even to belong to a group, you have to belong to, you know, especially if you're, you know, you believe in Jesus Christ, quote-unquote, one of his elect, I mean, there's, they really have done a masterful job to isolate us. Um, and every time I go to a church, it's just—I mean—and I know what I'm—I I know what I'm expecting. So, but you know, I think it's all part of the process of—is actually, you know, you read a lot of it. It's also, the, I guess, I need to experience it. So, I like what happened to Methodist Church and that big T of your cross above the IHS, which if you know about Satanists and you know about Luciferians, they like to do little coded writings and in reverse writing, and it really is. If you reverse it, it's shit. And I'm not trying to be vulgar. It literally spells about S-H-I-T. This is the part of the Jesuit the symbology now, going back to what we just read here about the Romans, the Gentiles, and the members of the, you know, the folks of the Roman Empire, along with the Jews, crucified our Lord and Savior. And I strongly feel this point. Now, I, I didn't agree with that, but as more and more I study this, this Judeo-Christianity and what the Jesuits are, what Catholicism is, is really what they're pushing on us. And they hate God. They hate our Lord and Savior, and so they have an emblem and a symbol that says basically reverse shit and looks like a rectum. Although they'll try to tell you that it's the sun or the black sun or the first sunburst. But and I'm not saying they don't worship the sun as well, Lucifer. But I'm going to tell you one thing: there's you have to be once you see that it's pointed out. Now, that young man, that, that video that I played, he didn't know much about the Word of God, but he did see that. And he clearly pointed that out, something that you and I have never witnessed, or, or we did witness, but never could see. So, I have to tell you that these people really don't believe in Christ. They do believe in Lucifer at the higher levels of all these false religions, and they are just... I really think that's what they're trying to do. I think that's uh, isolate God's elect. I think they've done a pretty good job of it. That doesn't mean there's not enough out there. And I, am I worthy to say I'm one of them? Well, I hope I am, you know, like everyone else who hopes, you know. My faith isn't, you know, why would I be talking about Christ and yeah, yeah, my my faith is challenged on an hourly and daily basis, but in the end of the day, I really don't know what else to do but read his word and believe in him. 
I was I was told you know I'm here with my preaching, and that what I'm doing is not appropriate. They were supposed to be preaching the word, but you know what? To each their own. I get a lot more right now reading God's word and reflecting upon my my experiences. And um, right now, that's what I'm getting. There's times when I get more out of fellowship, but um, really, at the end of the day, I can't think of anything that's more uh, convicting, convincing, persuasive than just reading God's word. And the question then it comes: Then why do these men preach so much? And do, why is it about them that they? it's almost like there's a deficit of the word or that we need to apply it more to our, you know, as if we need moral uh, their morality and their lecturing on what moral behavior is and etc. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else. I'm hardly from it. In fact, I find this to be one of the most frustrating experiences and I've had a lot of frustrating experiences. Maybe it's prepared me for have this terribly frustrating experience of how much I would really like to um, be part of a community. But God keeps on doing one thing after another, and I, I don't know why he wants me to be alone. It's because it's just everything else is just an abuse of the word, and a lot of it's a big ego trip. I've seen a lot of guys who are pastors that, you know, they mean well, but there's always that one thing, and you just see, oh my gosh, you're just regurgitating, barfing out whatever that you know, suits their fancy. So, now somebody said about me, you know, reading the scriptures and saying I believe in it, and you know what? There's a time I was that person. So uh, I I know without the Spirit of God, there is absolutely no way I could ever convince you or anybody else that the Word of God, that the Bible is the Word of God, is truth. That's that's on God's hand. But you know what? I think we're finding tragic in the community of uh, of uh, Christendom is that the lack of actually just reading the Scriptures as if the Word of God is not sufficient in itself. And they'll say all sorts of mindless things, but yeah, so it weeds out people. Well, you know, they—they're—I guess they want to have the community. Uh, uh, they want to have a, a social club, and I guess those who are interested in God's word will just believe His word. I find it fascinating, fascinatingly disturbing how messed up Christian done this stuff. Anyways, guys, too, thanks for joining me. God bless and take care. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 